Hello and welcome to the DFS underscore PhD show for today, July 7th. Um, we're starting off with some celebrations today. We, we laid out the DraftKings towel over here so you can see the full glory. Yeah, let's let's center that in the frame a little bit more just so you can see it. And we, we got a good sign-off phrase, so since most of you don't see the sign-off, we're going to set it up up top. Uh, it's a good affirmation for um, just somebody's got to win the money, right? So you're good enough, you're strong enough, and gosh darn it, somebody's got to win that money. That's what I'm saying at the end every day. I'm saying it up top just in case some of, some of you guys may not pick around till the end. I haven't actually looked at the analytics. That's not something. Uh, okay, so let me pull up screen. Yep, uh, bup, 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 screen share. Okay, so... Had a pretty good day yesterday in WNBA. May have to start making WNBA content eventually, but I don't know. I'm not, I'm not doing deep dives into the, the games and stuff. I'm just watching the ones I care about and forming, like with NBA, I'm forming just random opinions and saying them to myself and whatever. But yesterday, I, I almost hit the nuts for showdown. I was like one point away, two points away. Why did they pull Rebecca Allen? Can somebody tell me that? I mean, like, she was doing so great, and... She should get the garbage time. They put in some rando from the bench and then they put her back in for a minute. She smashed for another minute and they took her back out. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Give her two more minutes. I win $3,000. So random coaching decision that seems to genuinely like specifically target you, but whatever. It, it was a beautiful slate. And what was Ezzy doing? Ezzy just out there, the ghost of Ezzy Magbagor yesterday. Uh, but generally, no surprise. I'm winning this money because look at that. The expected value on these things is massive. Also, it's funny yesterday, the amount of uh, DraftKings cares about this. They called it WNBA Showdown. No, no, WNBA Showtime. Showtime, guys. We really care about this thing. We definitely are calling it the right name even. Okay, so make sure you're catching these massive overlay spots. 40%, a million percent. Like, I guess nobody likes WNBA and golf because it's just free money out there right now. Um Hopefully there's not too many of you watching the show. Good. Still like five or 10 of you. So this is enough value for all of us. Uh, okay. Oh, right. I was doing my analysis. Let me go back to the home. I found out you do need to leave money on the table in your pool. I, yeah. My best results yesterday were from my most left on the table, which was 1500. Okay. But I don't have systematic results yet. I just feels felt, felt like what I wanted to see as well. So I know 3,500 is a little too much. Okay, so what did I tell you guys to do yesterday? Right, the the one game got moved outside of the time of the slate, so I don't know whether to count. I mean, obviously, you guys all pivoted. Hopefully, you didn't roster the guys who weren't on the slate. Um, yeah, so besides that, looks like we pretty much killed it. I told you, get Pablo Lopez. You got Pablo Lopez. But again, this is two slates in a row now. We're going to have to pay money for this like right away. Need better ownership. Because, like, my plays were right. It's just badly informed. I mean, right? I mean, so these these ownerships are bad. The ownerships that I have natively to this particular thing, it's a weakness I'm, I'm aware of from, from NBA and the NBA finals. I was definitely tweaking the ownerships to be what I thought they'd be rather than what, what they were in a lot of important cases. But this was 50. Wasn't he, like, 50% owned or something? Anyway, Pablo was way with super chalk and went off. Um, but, uh, yeah, cause I mean, I got the right leverage plays yesterday everywhere. Like even Senga, I was like, I told you, look at this. Like I told you guys to be massively overweight on Senga. He absolutely smashed. I told you have Dean Kramer in the field. Absolutely smashed. 
Why did I do that? I told you with the Yankees. Yeah, they could smash you, but they could also be extremely smashed. It's just Yankees and Dodgers. That's why I go to um, takeaways from watching them play lots and lots and lots of games. Man, Arizona is also a Jekyll and Hyde team this year. They could smash. They could be smashed. I was disappointed with Tommy Malone. Wait, the fifth? Should I be looking at the sixth? Yeah, I was like, I was disappointed with him. But wait, these are not only the same lessons. It's tough because those two guys got moved from two slates, the pitchers. So when you go back and look at it, I think also for today's slate, they are also not on the slate. So one of the two things I was talking about was not a review. It means I do need to go look at my, uh, wait, 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 pitchers. Yeah, yeah, Bybee was the one who got moved off this slate. Or what, weather concerns or whatever. Yeah, and the other game wasn't on this. Okay, so what did I tell you guys to do? Looks like I unclicked Bybee, but he's, and it was lucky because I, I was doing weather concerns, but he actually just did terrible. Uh, Sevy, I was way too, I should have listened to my gut on Sevy against Baltimore, but at least I told you be massively overweight on Bradish, and he massively smashed. And yeah, so Kirby smashed, Bradish smashed, Urias smashed, everybody I told you pitching wise smashed. I was very close to taking down yesterday, but we don't have as good of a screenshot for baseball as we do for. WNBA, although it wasn't bad, I think I, yeah, I was up a little. So, you know, if anybody's one fifty max and out there, you know, up a little, we're going to be all right with that. Now, tonight they got that $3 mega mini max, whatever. I'm probably only going to put 40 or 50 lineups in there. I'm not going to 150 it yet. I'm not confident in this, in my my methods right now. Got to make sure to tighten them up somehow. And so the way we're going to tighten them up is pitchers. Uh, but okay. Okay. Doesn't look like very much weather. This is me reading the weather live on air. Great for you guys listening to the podcast, I'm sure. Uh, but I don't see any oh delay possible in Texas, Washington. Delay possible, Texas, Washington. So I don't want to be heavy Texas or Washington pitchers, which I'm not going to be. I don't have them at all in the player pool. I was borderline on Bradford, but this weather concern totally takes Bradford out of play. Um, okay. So who else do I have? Let's zoom over here. Okay, so July 7th, just double check the date so I don't give you guys a juke again, give you the wrong information. All right, um, so my studs for today's slate are Corbin Burns, Andrew Abbott, and Dylan Cease. For obvious reasons, they have the most upside. Um, then you've got your, your pivot points. Um, you got your, I think these guys are basically all indistinguishable. I got like five guys, the best leverage, I guess, who gives the best leverage. I'm mostly just matching the field on a few of these guys. I'm giving you leverage on Castillo. I mean, he must be playing somebody. Why are we getting Castillo cheap? Houston? I don't get it. Does Houston have strikeout problems? Um, walks per game. Uh, team stats, more team stats. Uh, team batting, I mean, strikeouts per game, yeah. Houston is not good, right, or are they? Well, okay, eight per game. So they're not going to give a ton of strikeouts, but uh, I don't know. Louis, he could go off still. I, I'm not convinced about that. I might be – I thought they were a worse strikeout team, so I am going to go down 5 to 20 on this because my information was bad, but – I still got my gut feel here. My gut feel thinks you need to have Castillo in the pool. Savali, he's just going against Kansas City, and I do remember where they are on the sheet, right? Yeah, 23rd. Nine strikeouts in inning. They're one of the worst at strikeouts. So 
just gives me the the boost I need to include him a little bit. Although now that I've said it, it's include him a little bit, not be massively overweight. Uh, okay, so you Darvish, same deal. Although I do want to, I mean, he's facing the Mets, so that's why I've got him not massively overweight, just because I worry. I worry about the Mets going off and popping us and, and, and getting hurt. Um, but, you know, that can happen to any pitcher at any time, so there's no need to get, you know, very concerned about it. Um, okay. Rodon, I don't understand why he's so low-owned. I'm probably going to go more on that. He's, like, definitely in the mix, just like everybody else. So looking at ownerships and stuff, I'm a little bit more on Rodon. Is there a – what's going on? In, Chicago has significant weather edge. Doesn't look like anything. Wait, it's at New York? Oh, well, then there's no significant weather edge. And what? Uh, versus Chicago. Rodon is on the the New York Yankees? All right, I missed that news, guys. I thought he was on the – oh, he was on the White Sox last, not the Cubs. That's right. Okay, well, whatever. Uh, apparently, Rodon's on the Yankees, so now he has an even higher implied odds to win, I would assume. I don't I don't understand this ownership. It's probably – I mean, maybe it's just wrong. Maybe I should just be like, I think he's going to get higher ownership. So, yeah, let me just follow that gut. Um Okay, so then I don't really want to be over the field if they're going 15. So that's my 10 to 25. Maybe I make it tighter now that I think he's going to be higher owned. Yeah. Okay, so I'm not taking stands either way on Rodon. Uh, yeah, and that's where I'm at then, I guess. So my big leverage arms are Castillo and... Sivali, I guess. That's where I'm, I'm telling you the most over the field to go double if possible. Not really saying go double the field on it. Well, I mean, yeah, the power pitchers. I guess that's where I'm, yeah, I'm fine with landing there today. I don't see enough other value. Gallon against Pittsburgh. Blech. Fine. Is there a weather concern or something? I might get Gallon versus Pittsburgh in there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's fine. I don't know why he wasn't in the player pool. It's fine. Got a bunch of guys here that I'm like flipping quarter coins. Boom, 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 boom. You got to hit twice, two heads, and you're in. I don't, I mean, I got no preference among all these guys, but they could all hit. They might all fail. I don't know. Um, I'm not not comfortable making a stand either way. They're all fine. Um, so I'm not taking a stand either way. I think these these percentages will add up fine. Uh, make sure I'm not under constrained. 75, 85, 95, 105, 115, 125, 130. Not over constrained because I could have up to 200% pitchers. And I've given him plenty of options, 120, 140, 165, 205, yep, 250. So I've given him plenty of options to choose from. My Sims have plenty of wiggle room. Okay, um, so that's all I got for the pitchers. Let's look over batters for a moment. I don't know what's going on with Boston. Who are they? Who was this pitcher? I mean, I looked it up earlier. It just didn't stick in my brain at all. Somebody who's getting no respect at all. Luis Medina. Oh, yeah, this is that thing with, like, Oakland. And everybody just thinks they're going to beat the, beat that mess out of Oakland. And you know, I'm just not on that tip. So I'm going to fade Boston. Now that doesn't mean I'm going to, I'm not full fading Boston. They're obviously going to be like a 10 to 15% piece of my lineup, but I'm fading this 6.4 run projection because Texas, fine. They could smash Cleveland, fine, could smash. And then there's a couple of those teams. I told you, like I, I'm always on Baltimore. I'm never unclicking them, always boosting them up to 10, 15%, even against a good pitcher because they could smash. Oakland in the middle. I mean, you see their run expectancy still, even even with the haters, still middle of the pack. I'm still on Oakland. I'm still not unclicking them. I will unclick and and definitely limit the people opposite my my stud pitchers. So Cincy, Milwaukee, and St. Louis. 
I'm sure that's going to kill me again. Limiting Cincy just hurts to do, but yeah, limit those. Those are fine fades for me. I, I'm, I'm going to naturally get to low run proje projection teams anyway, so I'm not going to you know have to take big a stand. So I guess the other big stands I would take here are pro Dodgers, probably against. I got, I just feel against Pittsburgh, but they got Cabrian Hayes was back, so that could be some value there. Um, I'm not unclicking any. I'll, I'll let you know in the in the comments what my if I have any further stands here. I don't. I never take big stands on my uh, my hitter stacks. I just you got to stack them, get some sort of stack in there, and hope it hits. And I mean beyond that, you know you line them up so that they have the best chance of hitting. But I mean look at this. among crappy pitchers, you got you got a choice, man. There's a lot of pitchers today that are very bad. And I don't think that one of them, I don't think Medina is so much worse than the rest of them. I know Ross Stripling, not super great. I know Trevor Williams, not super great. I know Daniel Lynch, not super great. I know, I don't know Brandon Walter, but I think probably not super great. I don't know what's actually, he's pretty, hmm. I got to look up Brandon Walter, actually. Hey, this was a fun, fun little rant. Now I got, I got some work to do. Who's this guy? So we might have Brandon Walter in the pool as well, because uh, this is pretty solid value if he's really going to pitch a full game. Like I don't think he's going to pitch a full game. But, I mean, Ober is a pretty good pitcher, so Baltimore's a tough call today. But most of these are pretty easy calls one way or the other. So I'm going to have a pretty pretty co consistent, coordinated player pool. I mean, I guess that's what happens when you have 12 games, right? You take a few stands one way, and you don't take the other stands, and that's how you wind up with a reasonable set of uh, projections. Well, Quentin had a good first set but couldn't pull it off now we're getting some value coming in on prize picks but so far there's only two that i'm really loving you know i don't take two i guess i like four of these i don't take four though oh that's pretty attractive fado who is alex fado well pretty close to taking so i definitely like you know i like under 2.5s uh even though williams i just told you i know is garbage um, but and Manoa Manoa has just been so terrible this year. I think Detroit could shell him. I think 4.5 is fine. I think under 17 for Tyone is a lot. I don't expect a quality start against New York. Maybe they get there. Is this the right day? The seventh? It is. Tyone not in the player pool. Going on. Oh, he's down here. Okay, well. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I was just about to take the under on Tyone, so. I don't feel very positively about him. Still a little surprised at that projection being so low. I, I'm not going to go boost him in this circumstance, but interesting. You know, I just saw fading New York just worked out for me really solidly last night. So I'm coaxed into that, but I'm not going to be convinced. Uh, okay. I think that's all I got for today. And so, yeah, I'll, I'll end with the sign off again and we'll see you guys tomorrow because you're good enough. You're strong enough. And gosh darn it. Somebody's got to win that money. Oh, that's not what ends it.